Hi, and welcome to Australia's first Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast. My name is Christine, and ever since laying eyes on my first tiny house, I wanted to know more about the movement, the lifestyle, the communities, and most of all, how I can go tiny. While on my tiny journey, gathering information and meeting amazing like-minded people, I started thinking, apart from my business, how could I contribute back to the movement? Then I was introduced to podcasting and that was my light bulb moment. I'm so thrilled that through this podcast, I am able to bring you an amazing cast of co-hosts who all bring their own unique skills, knowledge, and advice to each episode. All of us are extremely passionate about the tiny house movement and want to share our experience, expertise, and enthusiasm with our listeners. Each week, we will bring you a special guest interview or particular hot topic discussion that relates to tiny living for your listening pleasure. Okay, let's jump in and find out who we have with us this week. Are you finding people are choosing steel over wood? Because I know you're quite, um, Mm -hmm. your opinion at the time when I chose mine that sort of ticked it for me was that you said if I wanted to put in a window, you'd just cut a hole and put in a window. So for me, I chose wood, but mine was only six meters. What's the general trend since then? Yep, yep. So um, like with everything and like with every business, business products, people, we evolve, we develop. So that means that most of our teams are all carpenters by trade. They all love timber. They all been working with timber, which is great. And it is a fantastic product. And that's how 99% of our, mm. the houses are built out there. But after going to the tiny house, building tiny houses, getting through the experiences, um, needing to deal with weight factors, needing to deal with um, mobility factors and all these type of things, it made us re-look into the whole product and how we should be doing things. And that's when we came to realize that actually still, it's a much better product to be building transportable houses. Um, if you really think the modular homes industry, the transportable homes industry, all of these industries that have been out there for a very long time, building, following building codes and all these sorts of things and moving parts of a house to a side and putting things together and all of these type of things, they're all using steel and they're all using steel for, for a reason. Um, so we've decided to kind of a shift to the steel material because of some of the properties that, that it's got that it benefits. It's not that the timber doesn't allow you to do that, but it's just more that imagine that with um, a tiny house, weight is one of our biggest factors. It's one of the, the, uh, the tiny houses are not, are not limited by, well, they are limited by the, the, but the length, but we could build up to almost 11 and a half meters long if we wanted to. The problem is once you start going past the 7.2, the 8 meters, that's when your weight becomes an issue. And that's when you go over the 4.5 ton weight restriction, which means weight is very, um, it's a particular thing that needs to be very, um, we need to think very clearly on that when we're building, because we don't need to over, we cannot overload trailers, we can overload structures and these type of things. And that's when steel comes very handy because 
it's a lot lighter. When I mean a lot lighter, it's a lot lighter. We used to build, we used to need four to five staff to pull the tiny house wall onto the trailer to start standing up frames. And now with steel frame, we have two of our probably smallest staff and they literally just grab with one hand and they put the same frame onto the top of the trailer. So wow. this shows you the difference. And the materials are engineered, they can be engineered for the same strength. Um, another beauty that we're doing with the, um, the steels is that with the steels is allowing us, because we have the weight gain, it's allowing us now to engineer all our tiny houses. And we are engineering every single tiny house that we built, even if it's a custom design. We put for our engineer actually to sign off. Even though an engineer doesn't need to sign off on a tiny house plans or frames. We get those, we get them to engineer, but now we can engineer them to C2 cyclone ratings, for example. And we could send builds up to far north Queensland or to all of those cyclonic air, uh, regions and even islands as well. We've been sending a lot of builds to all of those islands around Australia that people, rather than they building uh, fixed structures that are very expensive on those islands because they need builders and materials and everything to be traveling, it's much better for us to build everything on a, on a, on a controlled environment and send everything just built into there, which makes it a lot more cost effective for those areas. So we are now able to engineer all of those frames to a situation that if we eventually needed to do this with timber, we would need four, five, six times the amount of timber that, that probably people are currently putting on the tiny house. So it creates all of that flexibility all of that weight allowance for us to put into other things, into making tiny house bigger, into choosing other materials for internal fittings. So for this reason, basically now we build 99% of all tiny houses now with steel. And especially because we can go through that engineering processes a lot better as well with steel. And uh, we only build with timber um, structures that our customers are really specific and they really want to build with timber. But we always gotta be thinking about the weights, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like most of the smaller structures, that the smaller tiny houses, they could eventually be built with two buffer materials. They'll still be fine. Uh, once you start going a little bit bigger over past your six meter tiny house, that's when most likely you're gonna need to start finding ways to save on weight. And pretty much that is, I would say, one of the best ways. We've looked into every single material that we put into a tiny house. We have a massive database with weights of every single materials. We now have got a scales that we imported from overseas that we have on our factory that we roll our tiny houses on top and they can basically wait along the build is happening. So when we're building standard designs, we kind of know exactly what it's building, but when we're doing custom builds, it's really hard for us to track those things. We have a massive good amount of database that can give us a really good indication, but we always cross-tracking with those weights, um, with those scales as well, just to make sure. So we definitely have a bit of, if, if we're going to ask all of our team inside what they prefer, timber or steel, they're always gonna say, timber is fantastic, we all love timber but it's still at the end of the day is a much better product thinking about a tiny house and a mobile structure, basically.
Wow, what a great episode. I would like to thank you for listening and I really hope you enjoyed this week's discussion. I would like to now invite you over to our exclusive Facebook group where you as our listeners will be able to interact with us, each other, see photos and additional extras that accompany each episode and be the first to know what we have coming up. If there is a particular topic you would like to hear more about or someone you think we need to interview, please drop us a line at letstalktinyhouses at gmail.com or via our Facebook group. You can find this podcast series on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, please show your love by giving us a rating. Hopefully it's five stars. Our show notes will be available on Podbean along with any podcast corrections and amendments. The Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast is brought to you by myself, Christine Murphy, and my business, OCD, Organising, Cleaning and Decluttering Specialist, which can be found on Facebook or through my website, ocdpro.com.au. I would like to thank all my co-hosts for their amazing contributions and Joanne Helder for editing all our audio and making us sound so fabulous. Until next week, please take care and enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself.